were at that time in a better position than he was to truly understand the magnitude of the fiscal crisis we were, and still are, facing as a nation. Over time, however, awareness of those troubles began to spread. A few months later, a headline out of New York City, the financial epicenter of the American economy, caught my attention. Rubin warns of bond market implosion, U.S. in terribly dangerous territory. The article began, Warning of the risk of an implosion in the bond market, former Treasury Secretary Robert Rubin says the soaring federal budget deficit and the Fed's quantitative easing, the printing and pumping of more money into the American economy by the Federal Reserve, are putting the U.S. in terribly dangerous territory. Rubin, a loyal Democrat who served as the country's chief financial officer in President Clinton's administration, had never been known for fiery, wild-eyed, hyperbolic rhetoric any more than Senator Gregg had been. He wasn't running for political office. He wasn't pontificating before a left-wing special interest group. He was speaking at an event for business executives, financial professionals, and federal budget experts organized by the Concord Coalition, a nonpartisan grassroots organization dedicated to balanced federal budgets and generationally responsible fiscal policy. Also speaking at the event was former U.S. Comptroller General David Walker, who has long argued that America suffers from a fiscal cancer that is growing within us, which, if left untreated, could have catastrophic consequences for our country. Senator Kent Conrad, the North Dakota Democrat and chairman of the Senate Budget Committee at the time, also spoke at the event. He agreed with Secretary Rubin's assessment, saying the U.S. was facing a defining moment in terms of our fiscal crisis, and noting, if we fail to act, our nation will be condemned to second-class status. Not long after this, Congressman Paul Ryan, the Wisconsin Republican and chairman of the House Budget Committee, began briefing fellow members of Congress and speaking at forums in Washington and around the country on the grave danger facing the American economy in view of the skyrocketing federal debt. While Ryan didn't use the term implosion, he might as well have, his message was just as sobering. We're on a path where our debt goes from about 68% of GDP, gross domestic product, to 800% of GDP over the three-generation window. Congressman Ryan said, I asked CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, to run the model going out, and they told me that their computer simulation crashes in 2037 because CBO can't conceive of any way in which the economy can continue past the year 2037 because of debt burdens. Ryan has noted that by the time his young children reach 40 years of age, Just three programs, Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare, will consume all federal revenues. There will be no room for anything else in the federal budget. He has also warned that every year we delay fixing the debt problem, we go about $10 trillion deeper in the hole, adding to unfunded promises that we are making to Americans. The St. Petersburg Times ran an article on its website, politifact.com, analyzing Congressman Ryan's case. Paul Vandewater, a senior fellow at the Liberal Center for Budget and Policy Priorities, said it's plausible that the Congressional Budget Office model could implode as early as the 2030s, though he added that other models analyzed by the CBO do not predict an implosion that soon, PolitiFact reported.
Slowly but surely, the concept of the implosion of the American economy was entering the national conversation. An Unexpected Question It was during that period that I happened to be invited to the United States Capitol for a private meeting with a group of congressmen. The purpose was to discuss the future of Israel in light of the rising Iranian nuclear threat and the future of the U.S.-Israel relationship given recent partisan political tensions in Washington. Because of the subject matter, I decided to accept, and a few days later arrived at the meeting just off the floor of the House of Representatives. During a break, I began chatting with the congressman sitting next to me. Soon the discussion shifted from the challenges facing Israel to the challenges facing the United States. We compared notes for a few minutes on the federal government's runaway spending, the exploding national deficit, the out-of-control debt, and our stagnant economy.